The date is September 14th, 2021, and this week in Modern returns with one last episode before the release of Innistrad Midnight Hunt. I am Mean Mono Green of Lanoir, and the story of the moment is the intense conclusion of the trophy tussle. But before we get to that information, I've got five treasure chests to give away to one of the people that dropped us some feedback on last week's video. Selected by randomnumbergenerator.com, our winner is Nicholas Neff, who commented, This great, thank you. Email us at thisweekinmodern at gmail.com to claim your prize. Let's get straight to the trophy tussle coverage as we've got the final action-packed hours ahead of us now. This Week in Modern presents the Trophy Tussle. As we covered last week, Spike tied up the trophy race and heading into this week had a strong mental attitude and plan of attack. In the last day if you're heading, may I sandbag a 4-0? Uh, would you like to, if possible? No, I'm not. I'm not sandbagging. I'm not playing with this bet. I'm not trying to flex. I'm. I you know, at this point, the race is so close. Uh, I'm just going to. I'm not going to let up. But why Principe was stretching into other decks and showing that he has what it takes. So let's look at the board and talk about the final sprint between these two titans and the race for third place, raging between Tunnel and Cat and Silent Sea Song. The Tunneling Cat has made it her mission to retain the third place spot on the board, and after Silent Sea Song climbed up to and past her, she made a bold move and pivoted from her classic Etron deck to a slew of other configurations, Rug, Rhinos, Living End, and finally, Yogmoth Combo, which gave up two trophies to this phenomenal grinder. Silent Sea Song could not be reached for comment. On Friday, Y Principe was able to pull ahead with two trophies rising to 41 before the weekend. Aspiring Spike not to be outdone is put in the work, climbing from 38 to 40, but Y Principe almost seeming to string the Texan along keeps pushing the spread back to three. As we got into Sunday, Spike titled his stream Endgame and has done 10 plus hours of streaming each day and on each day put another trophy away, leaving us with where we are now on the big board. There's now been a late night trophy that was on Monday evening, and just this morning, that's Tuesday, Spike managed trophy 42 with his Jund Sacrifice deck, which he's been tearing up with. Meanwhile, Y Principe has experimented with a bevy of decks getting his most recent trophies on Naya Sagavan, but trying out Grixis Dressdown Shadow and many others on his stream XYZ Principe. As this episode goes live, there are 12 hours remaining in the trophy race. Who will come out on top? We'll be back in the morning to let you know all the final score. But there's other things going on in the modern world besides this race, so let's take a look at the prelims and see what's hot from the grinders. As we draw close to the end of the Modern Horizons 2 and Adventures in the Forgotten Realms season, we get to see a diverse representation of decks in this week's preliminaries. And while the top three spots in representation are decks that have been floating near the competitive peak since the release of Modern Horizons 2, those of Rug, uh, those of Hammer Time, Rug Rhinos, and Blue Red Murktide, there have also been a couple of the other decks that developed during the season, Blue White Chalice Control, 
Jun Sagavan, and of course, varieties of Indomitable Creativity. The Creativity deck that showed up here was played by Riley DK. They played Emrakul and Archon of Cruelty, showing that the shell is powerful enough to support many combinations of payoffs, even ones you can't realistically cast. However, both in these prelims and the queues, Amulet Titan has made more appearances, showing that perhaps the forces holding it back have cleared a bit. A Twiddlestorm deck made an appearance with a 4-0 from player Alakai. This Grixis-based list is splashing white for only Prismatic Ending, but has three copies of Wish in the main deck, which it can leverage for a lot of powerful sideboard bullets or redundant combo pieces. Over the last many weeks, we've mentioned a variety of Eldrazi decks that have popped up uh, playing the ubiquitous Ragavan the Nimble Pilferer, and Hotterho made an appearance on just such a list. Spoiler, a list like this won the Sunday Challenge, which we'll talk about soon. But first up, let's look at the Saturday Challenge. This Week in Modern presents Challenge Recap. Over last weekend, we watched Mill have a top eight and then a top four appearance, edging closer to a showing in the finals. And on Saturday, the Crab Gang was riding high with a win on the entire challenge with an exciting blue-white build played by Wisnia. This version eschews Drown in the Lock and more to play Prismatic Ending, Path to Exile, and Remand. Time will tell if this is a new consistent move for Mill. Hammer Time continues its Bridesmaids status, this time in the hands of expert grinder Lapless John, whom I previously referred to as South American and is actually from Europe. We apologize for the oversight there. But wherever they're from, they are a terror on this and several other archetypes. Congratulations, Lapless John. Third and fourth place were filled out by the absent from the prelims, Living End, showing that this deck, when not represented, will definitely put up results and put you in your place for forgetting it. The rest of the top eight included a spread of Is It Tempo, BTL Shift, Rug Rhinos by Doomwake, and Green Tron. Super Cow's mono green Tron list contained a staggering four copies of Wormcoil, three Thragtusk, and ignored the slim and handsome Karn the Great Creator, seemingly adjusting for either an aggressive metagame or just a particularly hateful one. The rest of the top 32 did not include anything totally wild, but a great representation of the tier two and fringe archetypes, such as Black Green Infect in 20th and Black White Grief Blade in 25th. With Saturday's challenge taken down by Blue White Mill, is there any way the Sunday challenge could have a more exciting result? Gray Briel91 probably didn't expect to be in the finals with Mono Red Eldrazi, nor could they have expected to win the entire challenge against Mr. Capulet on Blue White Chalice Control, but that's exactly how it went down. Mono Red Eldrazi is a marriage of the Eldrazi mid-range elements from Eldrazi Tron or Serum Powder Eldrazi mixed with Modern Horizon staples Fury and Ragavan, and the inclusion of the oft-unseen but not-to-be-forgotten Eldrazi Obligator. The Obligator has an insane ceiling in this format, with hammer-wielding creatures and Tarmogoyfs all over the place. Crashing Footfalls continued to put up results with a third place showing here, and Yogmoth combo came in strong in fourth place, played by Demonic Tutors, and reverting to black-green instead of the Abzan version we saw win a challenge recently. 
In the quarterfinals bracket, we see Murktide with two appearances, Lapless John again showing up on Hammer Time, and finally, a great finish by Salami on Ad Nauseam. Creativity decks had been in short supply on Saturday, but here we have both the 9th and 11th place finishers, one on Sarah's Emissary and Emrakul, the other on Velomachus. Another Velomachus configuration finished in 30th. In other interesting finishes, Karusu on Kikikord made 14th place, Raging Tilt Monster brought back Dredge for a 21st place finish, and S. Sejemba made one of the few Elementals appearances in the last couple of weeks in 26th. But as always, the spiciest luck and bleeding edge design is most often seen in the 5-0s, so let's take a look. 1-2-2 Pablo decided to get jacked in Modern with Jeskai Ascendancy Combo, snagging the posting with a list including a huge number of one-ups and the classic staple of JAC Glittering Wish. This spicy combo deck combines Jeskai Ascendancy with mana-producing creatures it can untap and cheap cantrips to play through the entire deck, and the attacking, now enormous creature goes in for the kill. Green Devotion got a posting from RP Engriff playing Nykthos Shrine to Nyx with a huge pile of green pips, replacing the somewhat questionable Wistful Selkies and other medium cards with Old Growth Trolls, Endurance, and Karn the Great Creator. Ike 7 got a posting this week with a reanimator deck similar to those being streamed recently and frequently by Doomwake, adding Seasoned Pyromancer to the otherwise strong black-white reanimation core. Goblin Bombardment has been a feature of Spike's newest slick creation, Jund Sacrifice, but he's not the only one messing around with it, with the Diplomancer having a sweet trophy on Mardu's Zombie Bombardment. This list features sideboard prismatic endings. Gyruda Doom of Depths was once an insane modern deck, and it seems to be again with a black-green primetime Gyruda deck, making a 5-0 in the hands of Yatsugi. But there's plenty of posting in the 5-0s that we didn't touch on, so check those out for an infinite number of variations of Zoo, including both Lurus versions and Cascade variants, and check out Six Sigma on Trellin-style Teamertron. Well, that's it for this week in Modern. But if you've got any feedback, questions, or comments, you can contact me at twimmtg on twitter.com or email us at thisweekinmodern at gmail.com. This is Mean Mono Green of Lanwar thanking you for tuning into this season. I want to give an extra special thanks to writer, producer, Zach Manasimble Ryle for putting this whole program together. Always uh, over there in the corner, you know, giving me the notes that I need from time to time and fixing things up when they go awry. Sometimes I give them a hard time, but that's only because the kid is a little green. You got it, Mono Green. This is Mean Mono Green of Lanoir, signing off for the week. So, stay safe, and I wish you the best of top decks, and the best of luck.